welcome to Hunter Gathers, the podcast of Hunter S. Thompson Stories. I'm your host, Katie Clancy, and today we'll be talking with David Megacy from his home in Port Port Washington. Townsend. Townsend, thank you. (laughs) Megacy is a former NFL linebacker and author of Out of Their League, the best-selling autobiography that chronicled his time as a player and a social activist during the late 1960s. Hello, David. Hi, Katie. Nice, nice to be with you. With you talking. Okay. So, I'd like to begin a little bit by giving the listeners the context for what we're about to talk about. You got to know Hunter in 1970 when you visited Aspen for a short time to help him with the infamous sheriff's campaign. But Correct. before before we get into that, I'd like to talk a little bit about the energy that was storming the country. Um, you wrote a book during that very exciting time, and it seems like it wasn't just guns or journalism that was breaking down political and social walls. People all over the country were confronting injustice and corruption through protests, through Correct. you know everything. And so I just wanted to get a feel from you, especially because I think it's very important that readers know that you were a linebacker for the St. Louis Cardinals. And you were also protesting the Vietnam War. And Correct. the league did not like that. So will you talk a little bit about what happened? Well, I, I just want to say a little bit, just the context that was really going on. And let's say a pivotal year is 1968, you know, when uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated, Robert Kennedy was killed, the uh, Kent, St- Kent State, killings, Jackson State killings from the students. And um, the, the, and certainly the, the students were very much, many students were involved with the civil rights movement, the anti-Vietnam War movement, and also spelled, spelled into the women's uh, movement, which I think is real, uh, real critical, and and um, so you had in 1968 the uh, the Black Power salute with uh, John Carlos and uh, Tommy Smith in Mexico Mexico City Olympics. So there was a lot of uh, it's kind of a pivotal time um, year that uh, a lot of people or you know. Muhammad Ali, Ali and athletes were involved and students involved and a lot of workers were involved and uh, and people had this sense and we, we were called, it was called the, generally called the movement, the movement. And a lot of different uh, sectors of, the, of, of, of uh, people came in to the movement and um, and I was one of those persons who was involved with the uh, the uh, anti-war movement, and I was a professional football player. So I put together a uh, 37 uh, teammates uh, a petition about the the anti-war uh, movement, uh, and um, I was involved with the uh, the. Uh, the uh, um, the buses that came, went to the major 
um, demonstrations in New York City and and uh, DC. Uh, my the St. Louis uh, anti-war movement was in my house, the offices, and uh, so I was involved with that. And uh, what had basically happened is the the o- owner of the team, Bid, uh, uh, Stormy Bidwell, and um, they basically said to me, "Stop your acti- your anti-war activity. You will you'll be benched, and and you'll be thrown out of the league." And so I did not uh, do that. <laughs> I continued <laughs> what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so they they benched me. What we say in the word, it was bunched benched. Basically, I would sit on the sit on the bench, and and I could not play anymore. And so at the end of 1969, I I uh, left uh, the NFL and uh, wrote uh, my book called uh, Out of Their League. So that was sort of. The short, short kind of answer, but there's a lot going on, and and I was being also investigated by the NBA, uh, the FBI, and uh, which my assistant coaches were telling me about, and so there was uh, there was you know, and I was just one, one of pers- uh, one person who in the movement and was involved with the movement. And of course, Hunter Thompson was in the movement, if you will. Uh, I don't think you know if he, he he saw it that way, but definitely he was very much into it and putting together the uh, the sheriff sheriff's uh, campaign in Aspen. And when I got to tow, got to know Hunter in 1970. So uh, so just to talk that the the, the context a bit of what was going in in our society and and uh uh it was a very uh exciting time a very dramatic time and uh hunter was uh in the middle of it so uh uh, um that's that's how i got connected with with hunter in uh in in aspen Mm -hmm. you were kind of like colin kaepernick before you know, Colin Kaepernick. It's quite amazing. Thank you for telling us about that. And well, yeah, that- I would say so. Yeah, and 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 I and, and to say again, you know, it's coming around again as we're seeing it right now. The this exactly. this massive uh, stu- student uh, protest against uh, against uh, climate change, which is happening right now, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we speak, actually. <laughs> so it's it's we're. <laughs> I like to say it's, it's coming around again. You know, here we are. It is absolutely. Um, yeah. So you were you were running with a dynamic, creative, raw, wild crowd, and I think that our listeners might also like to know that um, my father, John Clancy, was Hunter's original lawyer and yes. also the lawyer <laughs> of the sheriff's campaign. So um, I know that that's how you got to know Hunter. Well, exactly, and I should have said that you know with John because what happened is is uh, two weeks before the election, uh, John uh, and John were and I were good friends by 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 then, and uh, we drove 
uh, from uh, San Francisco to Aspen and to uh, uh, help with the uh, uh, Hunter's uh, uh, campaign. And um, so that's when I first really met uh, Honor, uh, uh, Hunter. And John and Hunter were friends when uh, and and John was also your, your dad, you know, put together the legal structure in Eslin Eslin Institute, and at uh, a part of uh, Hunter's life, he was the the kind of care, caretaker of of Eslin uh, in the earlier days. So uh, so there was all these kind of connections that were happening. And uh, yeah. uh, I got involved <laughs> with all the connections. You got involved with the really weird people. <laughs> um, yeah, but and, you know, it was really fun. Yeah, many good. stories for many other podcasts. Um, but I kind of want to hone in on this moment where you've arrived in Aspen. You have a couple of weeks. Um, what do you see? What do you notice about Hunter? Like, what's the vibe? Well, the vibe is is Hunter, and I how how to you know say <laughs> maybe Gonzo is is a word or but but uh, uh, Hunter was really not not uh, not compromising about what was going on in the country, and remember he had just did a major wor- uh, a book in uh, in uh, um, about the uh, previous election. And um, he really saw what was going on, as did a lot of the and 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 your dad as well, and and uh, um, and I would like to say, you know, with with it's it was kind of maybe you could say Gonzo or Wild or whatever, but the whole idea and that was one uh, to to look at it was uh, Hunter would say. This is this is these about the 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 greed the greed heads the greed heads who are taking over this beautiful town in Aspen, Colorado, and the money's coming in and uh, where people like myself and and uh, your dad and and certainly a lot of the people Hunter you know could live there and create and do our work and all that and and not get overrun by the uh, the corporate greed greed heads as uh, as Hunter would 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 say it and so the idea was about the 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 uh, sheriff's uh, campaign uh, campaign was about stopping the greed heads and uh, stand up people and uh we're going to defeat them <laughs> so so that was the uh the vibe and uh, of course uh hunter was known very well by by his writings in rolling stone and a lot of the places and, and the book uh he did and, and uh, a number of, bit of books and uh so the media knew about Hunter, and and probably there were about 25 reporters in Aspen at their time when I, your dad, and myself arrived, <laughs> and, and it, it was wow. like a really a major media cir- circus, if you might say. But 
But Hunter, uh, he thrived on it. And he was very good about just really laying it out to, to, uh, to people. And, and I want to say, too, very clearly, Hunter was a very serious in the best sense of the word. He knew what the game was about. And he was very much about stopping the, as we say, stopping the greed heads, if you will, and mm-hmm. symbolically and but but really that's what he saw it hap- happening in the country. Uh, myself, that's why I did my book uh, out of their league was about the the uh, the system as a foot, pro football player I was involved with in college and and in in the NFL. And so it was the first book that really uh, laid it out, uh, told the truth about what was going on. And it's not just about football, but it was the country uh, itself, the Vietnam War and and, uh, the racism and the poverty and all the crap that's going on that people wanted to uh, address and deal with. And uh, Hunter was one of those people who was involved, as your dad and myself and and a lot, certainly many, many, many hundreds of thousands of people were involved. Remember that in 1968, it was about half the population in the United States was uh, against the, the Vietnam War. Wow. And and so there was it was a huge movement, and and all the things the the the, the student movements were all over every every college had uh, people involved uh, putting out uh, newspapers and and uh, SDS all that stuff so that was really going on the the black uh, panthe uh, party uh, 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 so there was a lot was going on and so it was kind of that that was the context we were involved with uh, mm-hmm. at that time and the way that Hunter, I think, got so much attention was partly his style, right? So he would put himself in the middle of the story so exactly. that he could talk about the madness. It was almost as though he had to feel the story in his very body. like he was. A I think that's a very well you said it beautifully. And, 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 and really, that's what he was. He was a ter- ter- terrific writer and really got into it because he understood it was about, uh, if you will, the human, uh, the human dimension of it all. Right. It wasn't, this was, this was, this was a politics. This was the real stuff that's going on people. And so if he was going to be a protagonist in the story, then there, there had to be a drama around him. So what happened, what happened when you were at his house? Well, so <laughs> so uh, Hunter Hunter had a, had a way of just kind of uh, stoking the the fires up a little bit, <laughs> and so uh, the rumor came out that uh, the uh, the uh, the as he, uh, guys were saying the, the Yahoos are going to come up from uh, the, the valley and burn uh, Hunter Hunter's uh, house down. And this was two days before the election, and and there was a, so all of this uh, uh, drama and uh, 
uh, energy all about that. So, and, and Hunter stoked it, stoked it, if you will. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we, myself and uh, a couple of guys and we're at Hunter's house and, uh, this was, this was like 11 in the morning, uh, at night rather. And it was, it was pretty cold. And, uh, um, so we decided what we had to do was to, uh, uh, patrol the, the grounds with our guns if we had them. And, and I, I had a, a rifle and I was a farm kid. So I knew about guns and shooting and all that. And, uh, there were about three of us, four of us walking the, the perimeter of, uh, his, uh, house and his property and, uh, uh, looking for the, the yahoos to be coming up the valley and, uh, to burn his house. And of course, it was all kind of craziness. <laughs> but but <everyone> <laughs> at some point, uh, about uh, forty-five minutes into it, and I'm walking around thinking, one one thing that could happen is one of us could be killed by these because these other people don't have no, know about guns and how to right. shoot. Yeah. I do. I know. I know how to do that. And and the other thing is, it was really getting cold. <laughs> there was new year, no yahoos coming up the valley to burn his house. So uh, I said, "Look, guys, time to go home. Time, time to go in the house and let's get warm." <laughs> so, so I went to went to uh, back into Hunter's house and uh, we got warm. And I kind of said, "There's nothing really is going to happening happen happen now." So uh, we could just leave it alone, and uh, but it was all this kind of this the drama of uh, having to uh, uh, you know walk the uh, property with our guns to make sure that uh, uh, Hunter's uh, house did not get uh, burned down. <laughs> yeah, so the story could continue, and you know what a great example of. <laughs> I mean, not only just free speech because that movement was all you know very alive, but absolutely, yeah. free freedom to do you know free. You know, yeah, exactly. And, and as some as Hunter would say, you know, look, you know, you know, you you want to have drugs, do it, but 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 no, I'm throwing out all the the dealers. Uh huh. So you want to you, you all, but no, we're not going to profit on the drugs. We're not oh, so. You're, the 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 dealers when he was you know when he would be elected sheriff he said no the dealers out of here you know oh wow and so the idea was you know you want to do you you drugs your your business you know but we're not gonna this town is not gonna profit from your making money selling drugs so. Oh. So that was one of his campaign uh, pol- uh, promises, and he had this great uh, a poster, po- uh, po- uh, poster that Tom Benton uh, put together. It's called uh, with a hunter for, uh, for uh, sheriff, and there's a peyote mutton in, mm-hmm. in 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 the middle of it, and there and there's a star in the middle of that. So it was it was a whole notion of you know the the people and we can do what we want to do. And if we want to do drugs, you know, peyote, whatever, big deal, but uh, we're not going to profit from it. 
And so what what does that mean that we weren't gonna that the we weren't going to profit from it. Like it was just going to be decriminalized or legalized. Well, whatever. I mean, but it was just his word. Look, yeah. If you, de- if you, if you're a drug driver, uh, d- uh, drug dealer out of here, you know, wow. we're not, we're not going to be, we're not selling, you know, we're, we're, we're make it, uh, available for you guys to sell drugs in, uh, in Aspen. Right. So, it's uh, free, but it's not. Profit. It's free. Right. Exactly. So of course, of course, well, where does it go? But nevertheless, that was that was just that that notion that look, it's 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 the freedom, it's it's to do whatever you want, being if you want to call drugs or whatever, uh, you know. But but uh, but you know, it's taking the profit motive out of the uh, situation. Yeah, you know, I I always wondered why it was the peyote button because the peyote button is such a sacred sacrament for certain tribes, you know. Not well, I think it's a good point, Katie, because you know a lot of people understood it was drugs, but it's horrible. I don't want to use that that word; it's horrible. But when you what are you talking about? What about ass, LSD? What about peyote? What about uh, marijuana? Mm-hmm. Uh, that are chemicals that enhance your consciousness, your awareness, your your beingness, your uh, humanity. Uh, that's is what we're pushing for. We're not right. pushing yeah. uh, uh, heroin and oxycodone and all the rest of it. Exactly. You know? It was like a metaphor for the... the exactly. In a exactly. For our, our raising our con- consciousness are on the political level, the personal, individual level, and uh, and uh, and of course, all of us had experience, uh, experience with uh, with psychedelics. And yeah, this is great stuff, you know. And uh, it it opened up a lot of people's uh, awareness about what is reality and who who they are as as, as people and and what kind of society would do, do we want to live in mm-hmm, exactly what a beautiful you um, know reminder and also I exactly that, that speaks to um you know the legacy of the movement i don't i don't know but i think that something that we want to remember about hunter was just his incredible style like just the way that exactly so fearless about that but you know you mentioned earlier about how this is all and always does keep coming back around, right? This kind of like, well, we hope, (laughs) you know, metaphors, you know, we're cycling up and, you know, spiraling up hopefully. And, uh, and, uh, and to see it again, where we are now for 1970, where was I, that was, this is 50 years ago. Right. You know, this is what we, you know, and I certainly can vivid, vividly remember it and in, in, in doing it and your dad and I driving out to uh to Aspen to get involved with the with so so uh and there were a lot of people involved into it. many, many, many people sectors of people, you know, that were involved. You know, so that's yeah. why that's why I call it the movement, you know, and thank God we should have a new one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that there, it's been it's been going on ever since. You know, the children of you, which is me and this generation, is I think there's an instilled wisdom of 
confronting what is true, asking what is true, and you know, really exactly going forward with that in in all ways. Selling that beautiful, you sell, said it beautifully. Exactly, that's what's going on, and 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 we see, you know, it has it has evolved. I mean, there's a lot of people doing some really good stuff. I mean, we we have uh, certainly the bozo now with Trump. You know, it's like the the you know, it's the the opposite. You know, the the, mm-hmm. the the crap on the on the rocks uh, on the rock, so to speak. But uh, but I think movement 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 is in a very positive way, and it's going. It's very difficult, and I think as people are finally driving it with uh, with uh, with global uh, warming, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And yeah. Greta Thunberg, yeah, I mean, I mean, she's 13 years old, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, but there's supposed to be, you know, and, uh, over a thousand schools and, uh, you know, in school in, in the U S are going to be walking out. Yeah, it's true. You know? Today, so in Today order, exactly. Literally. Right. And, yeah. You know, and, and not only thank you for, talking with us today but thank you for all the work that you did to stand up against the man well i i think so and to say again to people you know i did 25 years with the nfl players association which is the union and basically we also won the war for the players amongst the money they're making now versus they was 20 years ago a very different situation and all of us were involved in different aspects of the, the we, they would say the struggle, we would say the struggle or the movement, all different aspects. And for me, it was the aspect of, uh, of as an athlete, professional athlete, athlete and a professional football player. So I was able to involve with myself in that through, through that uh, big fight. Uh, which was which is a big one uh, when we uh, we won the war uh, uh, against the owners uh, in 1993. Mm. So it, it's always happening, but people have to jump in and do where you where you can do it. You know, yeah. where, do your part. You know, and make it make it make it a bit, but bluntly put, make the world a better place. Here's how you want to do it. You know, yeah, because you. you know the 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 forces that are and Trump is maybe the symbol of 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 the the negative forces. You know, is we're seeing it right in the middle of it right now, right mm-hmm. in the middle of it. Yeah, it's very extreme right now. Um, and, it's, and, it's, and it's a very good thing because it's waking waking up people. Up what in the hell is going on? And particularly again, the whole climate climate uh, crisis. Is it it fells everybody? I don't get your you know, Trump on down to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, what a wonderful you know revisiting of our history. Um, thank you so much. And well, you're uh, welcome. And yeah, and certainly wonderful. Yeah, and thanks for for Katie and, and you the uh, being the daughter of my good friend, uh, my great. <laughs> Uh, good friend uh, John Clancy, who is a very extraordinary man, and yeah. so we'll uh, save uh, my pleasure to uh, talk with you. Yeah. Yep, and everyone, go out and buy a copy of Out of Their League by David Megasy. Thank you, everyone. Mm-hmm.
Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Southern gentleman hit the highway and gave us stories we could share of crooked schemes, shattered dreams of people everywhere. Road of whiskey screams and motel rooms where no one seemed to care. Road of deep, dark, secret places made us feel that we were there.